Hey, it's good to see you. We're so glad you're here. Merry Christmas. Yes, and a Happy New Year and everything else that goes along with that. We're so glad you're here. Uh, so glad to see you and hope that you've been uh, thinking about Christmas and, and been celebrating. It's kind of funny as we've talked. I've talked to different people and knowing that a lot of us are getting together with our families and stuff. And sometimes that seems to be a little bit of a, have a, um, of a feat. I guess, to do, but I pray that you will uh, enjoy your time uh, around Christmas and, and uh, with your family and that, but just want to remind you of a few things today, speaking of that, that next week we're not having any service here, we do this every year at the end of the, at the, end of the year, it's really kind of a way uh, that we say, uh, hey, you're volunteering, you, you know, one of the great benefits of volunteering around here is you get one day off a year, and so we want you to take full advantage of that. And we also know uh, that it's just a great time to spend with your family and, and just do that. So we won't have any services uh, next week. Just wanted to remind you of that. And today is uh, every Sunday is special as we celebrate, but today we're celebrating the Lord's Supper and just to, to be reminded of what we're doing as we celebrate that and to know as we look at what we have on the table and the symbols that we use for the Lord's Supper, that the bread that we use represents the body of Christ and the juice that we have represents the blood of Christ that, that as he's made a sacrifice for us. And it's important as we, as we do that. Now, when we do uh, what we usually call communion here, uh, we do what, what's referred to as open communion. You, you don't have to be a member of this church or a partner with this church, or you may be a guest for the first time. And so we don't, we don't make any stipulations about that. But the Lord's Supper is for those who believe. It's a, re, it's a reminder of who Christ is to you and that you've given your life to him. And these symbols just reiterate that. And it's just a special time to think. So uh, it is for believers uh, as we do this. So if you're not a believer, guess what? We're glad you're here, and this is exactly where you need to be. This is not necessarily for you this morning. But you'll have a great opportunity to hear the message and what this means. And maybe today is the day that you give your life to Christ. So we don't want you to feel in any way uh, embarrassed or out of place. We're glad you're here as we celebrate that. And it's a good time for you to hear the story again and to be reminded of that. So we're looking uh, forward as we celebrate this uh, together. I'm going to uh, read some scripture in just a moment as we have our offering and just as, as that buckets being passed for you just to to really listen to those scripture and 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 the rest of the service as we read scripture and and talk about that but uh, i want to want to pray for our offering and just remind you as we always do you know thank you for when you give we we we're always encouraged as people are obedient to god and we know that sometimes the giving part of that is one of those areas that sometimes that's kind of hard to say yeah i'm going to do that and uh, but So we're thankful that you choose to be obedient, and it allows us to do all the things that we do. So if, the, if our ushers would come forward, I'm going to have a prayer for the, for the offering, and then if you'd listen as we read this scripture, would you pray with me? Uh, God, this is the time where we, we come to be thankful. Uh, this season, we're reminded of, of uh, specifically what it means to be thankful, but uh, we're thankful that we can give. And we're thankful that we can celebrate. We're thankful that, that we can meet here like we do. And so, uh, Lord, we just ask your blessings on these offerings that we're trying to be obedient to you and to give what you've asked us to give. And uh, we just thank you that, that we can do that and that ultimately it's up to you, Lord, and that, that you're the one who can change this world and that we're obedient to you, uh, not only in our giving but in what you call us to do. And that we're reminded that it all belongs to you, whether it's our money or our talents or our gifts or 
whatever it might be, that it's all yours, and we, we thank you for letting us be stewards of it. And so bless these offerings, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke 1, 26 through 34, it says, In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Jesus before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Let's stand and continue to worship. Oh. 
Father God. There's a thousand things we can be distracted by in this season. I pray that we were distracted by none of them. I pray that in this moment we would focus our hearts on your Son. The best gift ever given. That you would send your Son while we were still sinners to die on the cross for us. To fix the relationship between you that we broke. As we study your word, I pray that you would open our ears, open our eyes, open our minds, our hearts. Help us understand that the words we read are not just words out of some old history book. These are the words out of your mouth, the word of God, the living and active, powerful word of God. Proclaiming the powerful selfless and loving things that you did that we celebrate in this season. Just pray that you would focus us on you. It's all for you. It's all for your glory. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Christmas. We read in God's Word, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace goodwill towards men. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. 
And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and found out from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And a report about him went out through all the surrounding country. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. When Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up. And the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but by my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests 
and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? While he was still speaking, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those who were around him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him, Have you come out as, as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace. And they called together the whole battalion. And they clothed him in a purple cloak. And twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they were striking his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling down in front of him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. As they went out, they found a man, Cyrene, son of Simon by name. They compelled this man to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put the charge against him which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land until the ninth hour. And at about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth shook, and the rocks were split. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. Let's pray. Father God, today, in this time of year, as we celebrate your birth, we are reminded that you came not just to be born, and you came not just to perform miracles, but you came to die. That what began with a manger as your cradle led to your place of death being a cross. You did that for me and for everyone here. You died in my place because of my sin. 
And I want to praise you today and give you glory and honor that you deserve. And so as we now take the bread and we take the cup to remember that sacrifice and to remember that you rose again and to remember that you're coming back one day for us, I pray that we would take it in a manner that's worthy of you and that each of us would examine ourselves right now and that you would allow us to experience this tradition in a fresh way today. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you that you're alive. Thank you that we can celebrate it. Amen.
For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's stand and continue to worship.
24, 1 through 9 says this. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Amen. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest.
expected Jesus. Come now, long expected Jesus. Born to set thy people free. And our fears and sins release us. I know what the end of the book says, and this is what it says. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, 
and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. And then the very last words that you find in the scripture. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Have a Merry Christmas.